0: be a pro with AC Pro. And
1: a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins' rewind, and last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Giants got together for Game 3 of their four-game weekend series. Pablo Lopez went opposite of the right-hander Logan Webb, the Giants' ace. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner.
0: An exciting afternoon and early evening of baseball here at Lone Depot Park. The Marlins have beaten the San Francisco Giants 5-4. to four. They fell behind 4-0 with Pablo Lopez on the mound. Pablo settled down, got into a great roll. Bullpen was terrific, and the Marlins were their biggest comeback win of the season so far, leading to their first walk-off win in 2022. They've now won two out of three to start this series with one more remaining at 140 tomorrow against the Giants. We had a great mound matchup here today. Pablo Lopez coming in for the Marlins at 4-2 with a 1.83 ERA, third best in the league through his first 10 starts. Meanwhile, for San Francisco, the ace Logan Webb, 5-1 at 3.52 ERA in his first 10 starts. And this game was scoreless into inning number three when the first man to the plate for the Giants was third baseman Jason Vossler. Get it to right, way back and gone, Jason Vossler for the second game in a row, a home run, and it's 1-0 Giants fourth of the season for Vossler he had connected leading off the sixth inning against Eliezer Hernandez in last night's game he gets Pablo to start the third today and San Francisco was on top Giants would seemingly break this one open in the fourth inning against Lopez with one out a double by Jock Peterson then back to back walks to Brandon Crawford and Tyrell Estrada the Giants up 1-0 had the bases full for second baseman Donovan Walton The 0-1, Lopez to Walton, line to left. Solaire racing over toward the line, can't get it. It's gonna get by him and go to the wall. Peterson scores. Here comes Crawford on his heels, Estrada, a three-run double for Donovan Walton, and it's 4-0 San Francisco. Donovan Walton one for four in this game today. He's eight for 36 since joining the Giants, acquired in a May trade from the Mariners. Of his eight hits, seven have been doubles, including two in this series and this one with the bases loaded to put the Giants up 4 nothing in the top of the fourth. Now, who would have known at that point, with Pablo having pitched three and a third innings and down 4 nothing, that uh, the Giants would manage only one more base run of the rest of this game? And Pablo would make it through seven. He got on a great roll after the Walton three-run double. He got Jason Voster to ground to first. Joy Bart bounced to third inning, the fourth inning. Pablo then a 1-2-3 fifth on 10 pitches, a 1-2-3 sixth on 10 pitches, and a 1-2-3 seventh inning on a dozen pitches. So Pablo retired the last 11 consecutive Giants, and he really hit his stride after the Marlins bats came alive against Logan Webb in the fifth inning. They were trailing 4-0 when they came to the plate in the last of the fifth. Avi Garcia led off with a single, Runner at first base, down 4-0 in the fifth for Jesus Sanchez. You got thrown on the grass at third base off the line, and this time he's swinging away, and he rockets a ball, left center and deep. Jastrzemski on the run, going back at the wall. It is off the wall for extra bases. Motoring around third, Garcia, he's coming home. He's going to slide in safely on a double by Sanchez. It's a 4-1 to game. Well, John Birdie followed with a single, putting runners at first and third. And with miguel rojas at the plate john birdie broke for second the 0-1 birdie runs rojas takes throw down to second base by bart not in time and rolls away from crawford breaking for the plate sanchez he'll score to make it four to two it was a stolen base number seven and eight tries for john birdie this year and the throwing error charged to the catcher bart enables sanchez to come home from third the Marlins had cut the lead to two runs at that point 4-2. Now Mickey would strike out for the first out. Jacob Stallings would ground to first base for the second out. But when Jazz Chisholm walked, well, the Marlins were still alive first and third with two outs in the fifth inning. And at that point, much to Logan Webb's surprise, Gabe Kapler took his ace out of this game. He was one out away from qualifying for a win with a 4-2 lead but Kapler went to the bullpen. He brought John Brebbia on after Webb had thrown 87 pitches in four and two thirds innings. Jazz Chisholm stole second, so the Marlins now had two men in scoring position, second and third, two down in the fifth for the scorching hot Garrett Cooper. The 3-2 to Cooper, swing line drive, base hit right field, in to score birdie, Jazz wave, the throw from Peterson, not in time! It's a four run fifth inning and a 4-4 game. Oh, for the Marlins, they've had a lot of innings like that. It's the 16th time in 51 games they've scored four or more runs in an inning. They actually had three 4 innings and a six-run inning in a doubleheader Wednesday at Coors Field in Denver. They've had uh, five or more runs scored in an inning on three occasions this year. But that four inning was a big one in the fifth today. It evened the score. And who would have believed it? But we would not have another run in this game until the ninth inning. We told you about Pablo retiring 11 in a row. Stephen Oker to 1-2-3, eighth inning. That made it 14 straight. Giants batter set down by Marlins pitchers. Pablo today, seven innings, a four-hit, four-run ball. Walked two, struck out six. Allowed the Vosler home run. A career-high 110 pitches, 69 strikes. His ERA goes up from 183 to 2.18. But he left a 4-4 game. Okert with a scoreless eighth inning. On the other side, after Brebbia got the final out in the fifth inning, Soler and in a fly ball to center. Camilo Doval, 1-2-3, sixth inning. The Giants then brought Jake McGee on. He retired the side in order in the seventh. Tyler Rogers did the same in the eighth, a 1-2-3 inning. Going to the ninth, the Marlins pitching staff had retired 14 straight. The Giants staff had retired 10 in a row. Top of the ninth, Tanner Scott on the pitch for Miami. Austin Slater, right-hander, just off the aisle today. Pinch hit for the lefty, Jock Peterson. Struck out for the first, now that made it 15 straight, retired by Marlins pitchers. Brandon Crawford then lifted a fly ball toward the wall in right center field. Jesus Sanchez, Navi Garcia converged on it. Sanchez thought Garcia might catch it. Garcia thought Sanchez might catch it. Well, you know how that ended. Neither one did, ball hit at the base of the wall. It went for a double for Crawford, so now the Giants have the go-ahead man at second with one out in the ninth inning, but Scott picked his teammates up. He struck out Tyrell Estrada for the second out, and he got Donovan Walton to pop to Jazz Chisholm at second base. We went to the bottom of the ninth, still tied at four. Marlins pitching had retired 17 of the final 18 Giants they faced here today. The ninth inning began with the Marlins getting their first base runner since Cooper's two-run single in the fifth inning. Jesus Aguilar, an infield hit to the shortstop. Luke Williams, pinch ran. Avi Garcia was at the plate with the count 3-1. and one. He took what was clearly ball four, a pitch way down and way in, but it was called strike two by Bill Miller. All of a sudden, instead of having first and second nobody out, it was 3-2 and two to Garcia with a man at first, but Avi was hit by the next pitch from Tyler Rogers. That put man at first and second with Jesus Sanchez coming up the pitcher Rogers was called for a balk that advanced the runners to second and third so the winning man was 90 feet away with nobody out in the ninth inning the Giants brought their left fielder Tyro Estrada in to create a five man infield they had only two outfielders they had Austin Slater shaded into left center field they had Mike Yastrzemski shaded into right center field. I raised the possibility with the righty on the mound of intentionally walking Jesus Sanchez, whose run was meaningless in this game. He would have loaded the bases, set up a force at the plate, set up a possible double play, and then you had three straight righties coming up. But instead, the Giants decided to pitch to Sanchez, and with second and third, nobody out in the ninth, Jesus Sanchez sent everybody home happy. The one-two from Rogers, Swing and a fly ball right center field, Yastrzemski is under it. He makes the catch, runner tags from third, throw to the plate's gonna be cut off, and the Marlins are walk-off winners for the first time in 2022. They've completed their biggest comeback of the season, down 4-0 into the bottom of the fifth, a four-run fifth, and a run to walk it off in the bottom of the ninth, and the Marlins have beaten the Giants 5-4. Big celebration between the pitcher's mound and second base. Jesus Sanchez with a sack fly. Knocks in two in this ball game today. Luke Williams trotting home the New Marlin with the game winner. And the Marlins celebrate the 5-4 victory over the Giants. From Miami, five runs, six hits, no errors. Three runners left on base for San Francisco. Four runs, five hits and an error. The Giants also left three. Tanner Scott, the winner out of the bullpen, one and one. Scott worked the scoreless ninth inning. Tyler Rogers, the loser in relief for San Francisco, he's 0 2. Time of the ball game: two hours 54 minutes. Miami with the victory now 22 and 29 on the season, 12 and 13 here at Lone Depot Park. As for the Giants, well, they fall to 28 and 24. Now 15 and 13 on the road. San Francisco four and five on its three-city, ten-game road trip, which wraps up tomorrow here against the Marlins. The Giants have lost 10 of 16. And after beginning the year with 13 wins and five losses in their first 18 games they've gone 15 and 19 now over their last 34. so the marlins who have lost eight of nine series since the beginning of the month of may have a chance to win a series tomorrow and if they get the w they'd make it three out of four from the giants we expect braxton garrett to be promoted from AAA to make the start his first of the year from miami the left-hander against the righty Jacob Junis, 2-1-1 at 2.6 ADRA for the Giants. The Marlins and Auditor Nation working together again this year to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitch records a strikeout in 2022, $25 is going to be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pick initiative to support cancer research.
1: What a come-from-behind win for Miami. Before we hear from Don Mattingly and Pablo Lopez, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after his ball club's 22nd win of the season last night and their first walk-off victory. Right, uh Donnie, haven't
2: really had a, a win like this, first walk-off win. Um, what can this type of victory do for a club moving
3: forward? Well, we'll find out, right? We don't know. But obviously these are ones that have a chance to do something like that. But it's gonna, those are all kind of looking for temporary. This is the one thing that changes it. You know, your starter tomorrow's got to be good. Go out and win another game tomorrow. It's, 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 for me, it's how you do it. But, obviously, this is a win. Your club feels good. We're down four against, you know, their, their best guy uh, and able to fight back and get in the game. Um, and our bullpen does it. you know, Pablo hangs in there, number one. Um, you know, after that, he kind of got a little bit out of sorts, it seemed like, there. It was at the fourth, I think. Um, and... You know, and from there, just kind of hung in there, and seemed to almost like Sandy, kind of find that groove late, where he, you know, he started getting this change changeup with a little, you know, just seemed like he had better feel for it to start going down instead of sideways, um, and he just kind of hung in there and got us where we needed to in that game. Um, the,
2: staying on the pitch, the topic of the, uh, the topic of the pitchers. Uh, how about
3: the job from Poker and uh, Tanner? How no, great, obviously great job. And, um, you know, we know that, you know, they're, they're a club that they pinch hit a lot. You know, it's going to have to deal with at least one righty or, or two righties. I thought maybe three. I thought they may have hit Slater there in that inning. Uh, they waited. Um, but, you know, we we kind of know what Okie's been good against righty and lefty. We like that matchup, even if they brought those guys. So uh, he was good tanner overcomes that the fly ball in between the guys just the miscommunication out there which when that happens you're like oh don't let this happen um but he hangs in there and gets two big outs and then keeps them from scoring and then we're able to you know get a run there
2: Oh about that uh, back from uh, Sanchez, especially
3: going down now, Owen, too early, and with a five-man infield, what you see kind of out of him? Yeah, good, just hanging in there and, and, and staying with it, right? He's a, that guy's a different look completely than you see a, You don't see it very often. Uh, he did a nice job. I thought Aggie obviously hit a ball, hit a ball, you know, bullet that he gets on. Uh, obviously, obviously had a lot of great battle. If the guy didn't, you know, forced him to throw strikes. Um, yeah, and then we we get the we get a break with the balk. Uh, obviously, it puts a, puts them in a tough spot, right? But the one thing you know, if, if they're able to get it out there, then they're gonna you know you got a chance to walk birdie and go for the double play ball at that point. But the first, guy is the, kind of the key in that thing.
1: Sanchez in the fifth as well get the RBI double to get you guys on the board and help with that foreign rally. Good to see him between today and yesterday. will just can,
3: can uh, carrying on what he did in Colorado to see it translating over? Yeah, I think Santia obviously had a tough – May was tough on him. And uh, like I said Atlanta kind of set him into a tailspin and he never really recovered for a while. And he's just starting to get back where we want him to be. So it's good to see him. Like you said, that double was big because at least got, it got us on the board, right? And, and it got us back in the game and, you know, guys give guys a little bit of life.
2: What you, a young guy, who probably seen the five infield, two outfield. Do you almost worry, like, don't let that
3: get into his head? I mean, you never know what it does uh, for guys. I mean, yeah, you you just don't know, right? It's really situation is still the same. Uh, honestly, it's still the same situation. If you're a hitter, is get something you you know have a game plan with that guy. What do you want to do with him? Where do you need the ball to start? Uh, and get something you can drive, right? Not just try to hit a little fly ball, and uh, and stay in a positive, you know, frame. So it, it all kind of stays within a. If you keep it within context and don't put the game on the line right there, just just keep it in the context of, you know, what you're playing. Get a good pitch. What do you want to do with it? And so he hopefully he kept it simple. Going back to Pablo,
2: just letting him go back out for the seventh because I think he was, you know close to 100 pitches just.
3: Yeah, we were, you know, we thought the six would probably be it for him. Uh, He got through that quick, and it looked like, again, it was just watching him, uh, honestly, and it looked like he caught that groove, what you see out of Sandy, where he gets better as the game goes on. I thought he hit more of a groove there that it looked like it was everything smoothed out. Uh, I asked him after the sixth, and he was, you know, he was 100% in. I could tell on his face that he wanted the ball for that seventh. So, you know, we were going to be careful there honestly uh, but he you know he went out and got those quick outs. I
1: know you said all oh, year you like your group and you don't worry about them but to fall behind four nothing on the heels of the game that kind of transpired last night what does that tell you as a manager where this team's at and you're still in a hole but.
3: No again I mean just, just like the first question right what's it do for you right and what's it tell you about our club I mean I felt like today's not really what tells me about our club I've watched it all year long I see the the ability that we have uh, what we're capable of doing and, and you believe in that and so you know your club's capable of it and honestly like these wins are good for you right the ability to come back is, is huge to bounce back we talked about that last night those kind of games get get really dumped pretty easily um, just because they're out of, they get out of hand and you're it's not one of those games that just it's just one of those get away. So um, guys are kind of, in a sense, they've been through it, you know. And Pablo's the key today, comes out and, and gets us behind. And then our guys come back, and then he slams the door from there.
1: You mentioned at the top, uh, Sunday starter needs to help follow us up. Is the plan finalized yet for tomorrow?
3: Yeah. Anything able to level <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, we hadn't made the official move, so you guys will find out. But it's pretty, you know, it's pretty clear.
2: In the fifth inning when you guys scored those four runs, what adjustments and what did you see from the hitters
3: in that inning? Nah, just hanging in there with that guy. That guy's nasty. And, um, you know, his stuff is just, you know, to me it's electric. He's he, he got a quick arm and a breaking ball. It's its just a different look too, and his, his stuff is dirty. So, um, you know, we just kind of hung in there and scrapped and got some guys on. You know, Burt's hit, he kind of extends the inning. Um, You know, we just, I think Avisel starts that inning with the single. Um, Yeah, it's just like just getting the thing going and and giving yourself a chance and then guys get a chance to get a big hit. That was
1: Donnie after the Marlins 5-4 walk-off win, their first at home, their first walk-off win of the season, I should say, over the San Francisco Giants last night. And as we wrap things up, let's hear from Pablo Lopez after he turned in what what turned out to be seven really good innings after struggling early.
2: How are you feeling? How's your arm? It
4: feels good. You know, just to piggyback on what what Sandy's been saying all season long, we prepare both physically and mentally to go out there and just pretty much leave everything on the field. Whether that takes 110, 120, 130, we prepare for that. That's our mentality. I think that's the mentality that we have as a staff. And I really appreciate the trust that Dom put on me today, letting me go out there for that sixth and seventh inning. It just felt great. And it's just one of those things that knowing that you have that trust, that you are at that point, it's just one of those things that just hype you up and you want to go out there and put a zero on the board.
2: And how did that conversation go?
4: I was just one of those things, I, I'm like, I, I, can still, I still got it. I can still go, I can still give you more of these uh, kind of pitches, and it's just, it's short, it's just you, you, you barely remember how it happens. Just You're showing the, so the moment, you're just like, I, I can still go, and it's just like, okay.
2: You mentioned that that gives you extra juice. Does it also give you extra momentum, too, when your team picks you up and scores four and ties it up?
4: Oh, 100%. Just one of those things that make you remember it's a team effort. So, obviously, um, A lot of things didn't go right in that fourth inning, a lot of things not to like. some things to learn from, but then, you know, I'm still battling out there and then to see my team knock their starter out of the ball game and then put those four runs, just another of those things that it's like, man, this is really, this this really is a team effort. these guys really have my back and it's just another, another one one of those things that give you an extra edge an extra gear to go out there and it just gives you an extra reason an extra reason like i mean these guys are battling just as hard as i am it's like i owe it to them to go out there and just try to put, put a, uh, give a shutdown in it.
2: What were some of those things going on in the fourth inning that you could learn from that you're struggling with?
4: Yeah, I just, I got, I got away from myself. I think I became a little too careful, a little too picky because, you know, like it was a one-nothing game and then the things you tell yourself not to do are the ones that happened for some reason. So it's just, I got away from myself. I think like the execution, I, I just back up from it instead of just still making my pitch and it was only the fourth inning with plenty of ball game left, whatever happened was supposed to happen, but I inflicted myself in that situation with those two walks, trying to to be too careful to find but then after that it's just one of those things that you gotta throw you gotta throw that away you gotta throw that out the window whether you were whatever you were thinking about then it just becomes about competing and trying to give your team a chance so I was able to I'm happy I was able to go three full innings after that
2: easier said than done though how do you just throw that away and just make the adjustments so you can throw three more innings well first of the
4: first thing was realizing what was going wrong I just got away from myself so I have to get back into that zone like just try to put yourself in good counts whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen I I had such a good defense behind me just don't let don't get away from the strike zone don't get away from yourself still make pitches you know you gotta gotta go deep. You gotta find a way to get people out.
2: We had a comebacker in the second and just where did it get you and just
4: how? I just got me on the glove, so obviously like these four fingers, but it wasn't nothing crazy. I think it's just. Also, the hit of them mo- the the- in the moment makes me say, like, nothing happened. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just happened so quick that I'm glad I was able to just put a glove on it. And then Jazz, great hits up play to get the out. I think that was huge in that second inning. Uh, to
1: see Oker and Tanner Scott get the two scoreless innings afterwards, what
4: was it like seeing that? And then also the walk-off to see the game end Oh, yeah, so I'm... I'm able to get those uh, three innings after I give up those three runs in the fourth inning and then see the guys just piggyback after me, just putting up zeros. Just one of those things that man, I feel like tonight's, like the game's going to, like we have the game today because we're able to just battle through, power through, and then uh, we put up those zeros and then we get the wins, just huge win tonight. Where were you, you know, because sometimes starters, they
2: come back, came in ha- afterwards. Where
1: were you for the walk-off? Here in the clubhouse. It's one of those moments that you wish you would be out there in the field. Pablo after the Marlins 5-4 walk-off win over the Giants last night. Game four of this series comes your way this afternoon at 1.40. It is still to be announced. We presume it will be Braxton Garrett on the mound for Miami. If it is, he'll go opposite of the right-hander Jacob Junis of the San Francisco Giants. One forty first first pitch. air airtime with the Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.